And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. The Packers, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, Gold Bears. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Wild and Crazy Guys. The Athletic presents Hogan Johns. Hogan for the win. We're going to consistently put players in position to succeed. The most important piece is we're going to take the North and never give it back. From CHGO, it's Adam Hogue. I don't think that this is a, bit, a full rebuild, but you definitely have to retool your roster. And from The Athletic, it's Adam Johns. Hey, what's up, Flues? And we're going to have measurable ways for standards of performance every single rep, every single game. Anyway, uh, who cares? Now, here they are, the Adams, Hogan Johns. Well, 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 another Bears-Packers game, another Packer victory. What's up, Adam Johns? Feels familiar, right? Seven in a row for the Green Bay Packerinos. The Bears offense didn't score enough points, and the Bears quarterback didn't play well enough to win. Adam, we know this story. Yeah, we do. It uh, feels all too familiar. Welcome in. It's our post-game edition. John Z is inside Lambeau Field. One of the uh, what do you got? What do we got we got coaches booth, radio booth. We, what we are in the the visiting video booth. Oh, that's the name on it. So I'm not quite sure. The shades are down. I could put them up if you want. You can still see the lights of Lambeau Field behind me. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, I am inside the CHGO studios where we just wrapped up a two-hour post-game show. And here for more. Um, look, we've definitely covered worse Bears-Packers games. <laughs> Plenty <laughs> ones that have been just... This one wasn't exactly good if you want to rank them amongst the the seven losses. Where does this fit? Fourth? Third? So uh, it, it's When they had four consecutive... Three and outs. Yeah. Like, it was on pace to be one of the worst ones. I know what you're saying, but there's been uglier ones. This still wasn't exactly pretty. This wasn't a pretty loss. No, it wasn't pretty um, by any means. There's a lot of things that you could pick on and, and be upset about. Um, where, where do you want to start? Like, where was your, your – of everything that popped up post game, like what what really stood out to you? I don't think you go in in today's NFL when your quarterback passes for 48, 48 net passing yards and attempts only eleven passes. Can we start yeah. there. Yeah. Well, and here's the funny thing because I want to preface this whole thing. First of all, completely agree with you, but I'm also sitting here really struggling to be mad at them running the football when we just spent four years screaming at them to run the football and it was working. I think it speaks to a larger problem with complementary football tonight where they couldn't stop the run on defense. And that severely limited their time of possession, the amount of offensive plays they even had to run. But at the end of the day, the ratio is still, I think they had 11 passes on 40-something plays, 41 plays. 
So that's only a quarter of the time you're even attempting to throw the football. And at some point, you're, you're like, trailing the entire second half. Yeah, like at some point you only have yourself to blame. Let me pull up the stats, right? Three plays, minus two yards. Three plays, eight yards. Three plays, four yards. Three plays, seven yards. I know what you're saying. The defense struggled to get off the, the field, and they did. Their tackling was abysmal. Yeah. But your offense has to be better than that. At least give us a, a five and out. A six and out. <laughs> yeah. What um? What's your level of concern right now with Justin Fields? It's week two. Like you have to preface this. It's it's week two. Yeah. The Packers are a good team, but I still think tonight, when your quarterback attempts eleven passes, and Aaron Rodgers, he wasn't exactly Aaron Rodgers like today he, he was good even himself said afterwards like I didn't play like my stats are misleading like an exact quote that's what he said my my stats can be misleading tonight I didn't, well, yeah, I didn't his play passer well. rating was still 131 yes yes <laughs> I, 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 I still think he like he had some ugly throws and he was still 19 of 25 um but that's there was some the misplays like we yeah. got to raise our expectations Chicago Aaron Rodgers' bad game. He still has a passer rating of 131. Yeah, yeah. Um, unfair to compare him to, to, to compare Justin Fields to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, sure. But, like, he's got to be better. Let's be honest. Like, the, the feel-good moments that he had in the second half against the 49ers in, in a rainstorm didn't carry over in a picturesque night when the running game is smashing and running over the, the, the Packers. Like, shouldn't the play action – Game, yeah. all the play passes that, that they like to run mm-hmm. work better. Yep. Shouldn't the linebackers be biting on all the runs to David Montgomery? They, they tried that. They tried their shot plays. I think Justin Fields held on to the ball a bit too long. Yes. Some of those sacks are on him. He definitely missed a, a wide open echo in the St. Brown. I'm, I'm interested to see the all 22 on that because up here in the press box, he was like streaking wide open, waving his right arm. Yeah, which play was that again? Cause, One um, of the third downs. But didn't they get the penalty or something on that play? Because I, I I saw that, and I, you were the first one, because we couldn't see that on the TV copy, and you were the first one who mentioned that on Twitter, and I immediately retweeted it. Um, so, but, okay, so you have that example where you clearly missed St. Brown, uh, which I'm going to trust you on. You had the drop snap at one point, which Corey Wooten here in our studios thought was going to be a boot. Um that, that could have had a lot of success because he thought it was going to be like a naked boot where he could run just based on what he saw with the play design. We never got to see it because he dropped the snap. Um, you had you, the miss to Darnell Mooney downfield, which wouldn't have been the easiest throw of all time, but you got to at least – or I'm sorry, the easiest catch of all time, but you got to give him a chance. Yeah. If you overthrow him, he, he has no chance. Then you had the interception at the end of the game too, which I understand they're under pressure there at that point. But that was just a bad. And, and don't bad forget decision. the the scramble past the line of scrimmage, throw down the field. Oh yeah. So those were five of the eleven passing attempts, or at least four of them, and then you had the drop snap that you add to it. That's like half of the passing plays tonight. It's not good. That's not what, good enough. That's what becomes concerning. Like. <laughs> There's rightfully going to be a lot of questioning that fourth and goal play where they go shotgun. I, I didn't like it at all. David Montgomery is is just overpowering 
the Packers. Yeah. Run the ball with him. He's the hot hand. The offensive line is 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 it seemed over overly complicated for that situation. It it, it did. You have a fullback on your roster, damn it. You have like two of them actually. I, I want to give Kevin Fishbane credit. Like immediately he called out the the personnel groupings as they took the field. They're like, "Wait, what are they doing? They're spreading it out?" Yeah. They were just pounding the ball. There was not one passing yard on that drive. <laughs> yeah, and I get it. Like people are are going to comment and say, "Hey, there was a touchdown. They got in and they didn't get the call." Well, it, 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 it don't leave make no it, doubt. Yeah, leave, leave no, no doubt. doubt. That's a great way to put it. You have you know, a fullback on your team who, by the way, was crushing it on that drive. Run something that involves the fullback. Run something that involves your running back. And I heard what Eberflus said after the game. It's like a it's a numbers game with the blockers. That's why you basically run a wildcat with Justin Fields. Well, then run wildcat with Montgomery, with your fullback in there too. Okay, then you have an advantage, and you don't need a pulling guard there. You're at the one inch line. What are you pulling the guard for? It makes no sense. Hated that call, and it was big because. I don't know what would have happened from that point. You're still down a touchdown, but at least it's a one-possession game. Feels like a different game. I don't want that to overshadow, though, the fact they were still down a touchdown. They couldn't stop the run game of the Packers, and you know what? They still weren't throwing the ball well. Like, that one play should not overshadow a bunch of other issues. Yes, it's an important play. It wasn't exactly like a game-winning play or anything like that, that consequential. But the design, the play call, it seemed unnecessarily complicated for that situation, especially when you had the run game going so well with David Montgomery. Yeah. You know, I'm, 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 I'm not going to lie. I'm a, little, I'm a little mad at myself for, you know, making that leap and picking the Bears in this game um, because I know better. And because I've actually been on the string now, I think if you go back to the last three years or so where I've – just refuse to pick the Bears in these Bears-Packer games because what do we say? Aaron Rodgers is inevitable. Um, but he, but to your point earlier, like this wasn't even one of those Aaron Rodgers games where he kills you. I mean, he did get that one shot at the he, end. He, this, he had the one kill shot at the end. That, that was yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah, when two know. different DBs <laughs> take your heart, jump out, the play action. Shot. Yes, they were focusing on Kyler Gordon there, but the safety in Tampa two there is Eddie Jackson, and he sucks way in on that one. I put that more on Eddie Jackson than Kyler Gordon. You know, it. This was just. And it should have been obvious, and we knew this going into it. None of, neither one of us was arguing that the Bears were in the same stratosphere of the Packers uh, talent-wise. But this was just one of those games where the better team beat you. They beat you into submission in the running game. You could not stop them. It is demoralizing when you cannot stop the run. Then, you get, then it prevents you from having even offensive plays to run because you don't have the football. And I'll give I'll actually give Getzy a little bit of credit for sticking with what was working in the second half because they do march all the way down the field by running the football, and they got to somehow find a way to score a touchdown there for that not to happen was a killer. But uh, yeah, what are you gonna do? The Packers are just better, and the Bears are gonna have games like this. It's it's the games like next week against the Texans that you're gonna lose your mind over if they lose. <laughs> Yes, yeah. You should have the advantage in, in quarterback. You should. You should, but that's the problem. Do you, that. You I'm should. Being, I'm being dead serious. Like, 
I'm not going to be completely shocked if Davis Mills outplays Justin Fields next week. And I hate that we're even in a position where that's a question. That's kind of the problem here. It's just, like, I, I find it difficult to have 48 net passing yards in just t- today's NFL. Well, you haven't been covering the Bears long enough, my friend. Yeah, well, <laughs> Mitch Trubisky produced more passing yards than this. <laughs> I'm not lying. I've seen Matt Barkley throw for more passing yards than this. I get that it was working. Like, if 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 you want to question, um, like the David Montgomery emphasis, you know he had like four carries for 38 yards in the first possession. They only got one more carry in the first half. I understand the penalties played into that. Like the first play uh, for the Bears in the second quarter, Fields a sack for a five-yard loss. I understand they tried to take a shot, but like it's and Herbert. Well, they didn't in, have but plays. Like, <laughs> they didn't even have plays the rest of the first half. That's the problem. And then you started those two drives with the sack when you got greedy and you tried to take a shot. Um, the second drive, you ran the ball, but you had a false start, or you were going to run the ball. And you no, you had a false start off the off, off the bat there, yes. Yeah, so both of those drives, you start behind the chains, which isn't a run-friendly situation. So I was willing to give Getsy a pass at halftime for getting away from Montgomery. There really weren't plays, if we're being honest. Um, but it's just kind of the more big picture. I, I realize that the Bears don't have Justin Jefferson, but it is hard to fathom how you can turn on the film from last week with that Packers defense trying to defend the Vikings and come away with 70 passing yards in this game. That's 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 the problem right there. Darnell what? Mooney has two targets, had two targets tonight with one reception for minus four yards. Yeah. That's not good enough. Over under Darnell Mooney season receiving yards. Oh, man. 68 and a half. <laughs> it's a joke, but that's what he's on pace for right now. 68 yards on the season through two games. That's what he's on pace for. Now, if we're going to have a serious conversation about it, based on what we've seen the first two weeks, like, does he top 600 on the season? Yeah, well, this is where the the play calling. You could scheme shots to a guy like that. I know they tried. They had the deep one that you mentioned that he overthrew him. Fields has to give him a chance. Yes. If he's a number one wide receiver, you got to give that number one wide receiver a chance to go make the play. It's the placement of the ball, right? Like, look at the chance that Aaron Rodgers gave his receiver on the kill shot at the end, right? To the left, let him run for it a little bit. Fields went longer. Like... I understand it's a first-year play caller. I understand it's Justin Fields' second year, first year in this offense. But you should expect better. Like 48 net passing yards. Like you haphazardly fall into more some of it, <laughs> into more sometimes. Well, let's hit on a couple other things. And, and here's a big question I'm – I have to say, three out of the four halves the Bears have played so far this season, I have not been impressed with Roquan Smith. I thought he played well in the second half last week. I thought the first half he looked a little lost adjusting to his new position, and then tonight was just bad. So here's my question. Are you worried about him 
in the current position he's in because Corey Wooten was on our show tonight saying he thinks that they should be playing him at Mike, not Will. That he's that he just looks uncomfortable in this new spot he's in. Well, maybe it would have helped if blocks. he actually played in the preseason and practiced on the field in the in the spot. What a concept. Would it not? Mm, what a concept. I, in my opinion, I think you're seeing the hold-in, his hold-in factor into the actual games right now. Yes, he's del- he delivered a couple hard hits on Trey Lance. You like seeing that. Yeah. But you know what's bad? Him getting blocked by A.J. Dillon, a, a, a halfback, a running back, not a fullback. Big guy, huge legs. But watch that play. On Aaron Jones' touchdown, watch where Roquan Smith is as he tries to pursue the ball carrier and where he ends up. Yeah. If he's a superstar linebacker who wants $20 million million a year, you need him to blow up that play. Find a way to do it. Yes. Yes. That's what the great ones do. I mean, most linebackers in the league are going to have what happened to him happen on that play. But the special ones... Blow that up somehow. The ones who want to set the market at their position find a way to make that play. Yeah. And more in the game. All right, some other maybe overreactions to uh, get through. What's up with Cole Komet, man? This is I'm, this is not the breakout season that we were talking about. You can't have zero catches through two games. I don't care what the circumstances are. And he had a drop tonight. The three like most important players to your passing game, Mooney, Komet, Byron Pringle, combined one catch for minus four yards today. Combined one catch? Yes. You, you know what's amazing is by, by himself, Byron Pringle had twice as many false starts on one play than they had combined catches. Did you see that false start? Yeah. He, he, he false started twice. The ref gave him a break and didn't call the first one, and then he, and then he did it again, and he's like, okay, well, now I have to call it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on, man. I'm trying to give you a break. It's, it's like Can't, that play like in like, like a high school game, like a freshman yeah. varsity game. Like, yeah, where the guy okay, flinches. You, like, You're right, good. Oh, you did yeah. it again. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, now I have to call it. But think about that. Those are the three most important players in your passing game. Yeah. Something's off. So, it's something something doesn't feel right. I, I don't want to have like a, a my, my my radar going off cuz I do think there were some good moments against the 49ers and I don't want to be guilty of overreacting. But when your top 3 pass catchers or your your the three players who are supposed to be your top 3 pass catchers have that type of performance combined and your quarterback only <laughs> Attempts 11 passes for 48 net passing yards. Like, something is off. Something is off here. Oh, man. One more question. I got one on defense. I think Kyler Gordon had a long night. Oh, boy. So, Kyler Gordon got the uh, Kindleville door treatment and the Duke Shelley treatment. Yeah, welcome to the NFL. Yes. Here's almost what – here's what I'm concerned more about. I'm not – the the fact that they looked at the film and they said, okay, this is who we're going after, and it wasn't just in the passing game, Johns. 
they were running to his side on purpose. Yeah. And and putting him in a position where he had to either keep contain or make a tackle, get a field to make the tackle. And they kept running at him. So, like, I can live with the fact that they're playing young guys. And I don't care how high you're drafted. You're going to make rookie mistakes. And early on in the game, I'm like, uh, okay, they're kind of targeting him. But the reason you play him is because he still had that pass break up at the end zone, saved the touchdown, even though he technically got beat on the play. Like, that's why he's getting the play, because he has that athleticism so to learn on the fly. But when it was like that many plays throughout the game. It was continuous. Yeah. You missed a few tackles. Like, I... <laughs> I I can accept him losing the occasional one-on-one battle to the more experienced receiver in Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins should win some of those. You accept that. But the missed tackles in open field, but Kyler Gordon wasn't the only one guilty of that. There were a lot of missed tackles today. I had this line in my in my column. When you, when you have more missed tackles than pass attempts, that's a problem, Adam. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah. Um did 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 Flus try to deny the uh, missed tackles in the press conference? Did I hear no, that? Right? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, no, he did not. No, I think I heard that wrong. Then, I yes. Apologize. Of all the things, fundamentally, that stood out to him, tackling was a major problem. Okay. Um. Yeah, they there's going to be some loafs handed out tomorrow at Hal's Hall. <laughs> a couple couple hundred maybe like, like like what do you call like forget just loafing and like what do you call a missed tackle you know like that's just a missed tackle and like what's the worst type of bread out there i don't know <laughs> um moldy bread <laughs> it's bad bread with mold on it it was bad uh, yeah looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. If you're like me, you believe there needs to be more stylish, functional, business, casual men's wear that is both high quality and durable that can withstand your day. I'm talking about maybe hanging out in the press box, watching the game later with your friends, maybe getting a quick nine holes in. That's why men's closets were due for a radical reinvention, and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter collection is the most comfortable, breathable, and truly versatile set of products known to man. They have products for every occasion. We're talking about the world's most comfortable pants, dress shirts, quarter zips, polos, and blazers. They look great as individual pieces, 
maybe with a Hogan Johns pull or quarter zip, but they also work seamlessly together. Rowan's signature four-way stretch fabric is breathable, flexible, works everywhere from your commute to work to the 19th hole. It's time for unparalleled confidence without all the hassle. Rowan's commuter collection features wrinkle-release technology and is 100% machine washable. Looking good is that easy. The commuter collection can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to Roan.com slash Adam and use promo code Adam to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to R-H-O-N-E.com slash Adam and use code Adam. It's time to find your corner office comfort. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Trying to think, you know what, let's sneak in a little good. A little good. Can you sneak in some good? I do do appreciate a commitment to the run. They have running backs. They're trying to do it, so that's the flip side. I also like the design. I like the whole first drive. I mean, what's not to like? They marched down the field and scored, but, you know, a good mix of. And I like how David Montgomery ran. Like, there's one player that deserves a game ball tonight. David Montgomery, he, he ran pissed off. I don't know if he was just mad about last week or what was going on, but, you know, he essentially did what Roquan Smith didn't, right? Here's a guy who wants to get paid, and he ran like a guy who wants to get paid. Yeah. Right, you know, he he had some angry runs, as our guy Kyle Brandt would say. I also love the touchdown design. You get that rollout and you put that defensive back, so you leave the the edge unblocked. You just let Justin Fields outrun that guy. He's gonna outrun him every time, and you put the DB in conflict where he either has to run at you, then you flip it over the top for an easy touchdown, or if he stays with the man, then you just run it in, and that's ultimately what happened there. I, I that's a great play design. It's a play we've seen before. You know, throughout the league, and uh, I I do want to give Luke Getzey credit for that. The run they they can run the ball. Yeah, I think I could I could go back to training camp, listen to these podcasts. I was a firm believer of it early on. The passing game should open up because of that running game. Why it did tonight? I I think the Bears will see missed opportunities on film. But yes, Kill Herbert ran the ball well again tonight. That like inside toss play that your favorite coach in, in Miami is like known for. Like that's a successful play for Herbert all the time. Great day for Mike McDaniel. Great yes. comeback. Six touchdowns for Tua. You know, it's almost like the Dolphins knew that if you have a young quarterback, you should get him some help. 
Tyreek Hill running around there with Jalen Waddle and Mike Gesicki. Just saying. Just saying. I get that. But that they look like a team that was rebuilding tonight. Yeah. That's did. one way and to put it. And unfortunately, I think there's going to be more games like this. You know, I, shouldn't, to be shouldn't honest. Happen, yeah, shouldn't happen next week against the Texans, but I know what you're saying. But yeah, but and that's the barometer to me. Like, unfortunately. But here's the deal. There's really not a whole lot of surprises here through two weeks. Like, the Packers are better than the Bears. Duh. The Bears pulled off. I told you guys this back in April. They're going to win some games that they shouldn't. That was last week. They're going to probably lose the games that they should from you know against teams like the Packers, who unfortunately are just beating their brains in every time right now. And somehow you got to find a way later this season at Soldier Field to end that to make this a real rivalry again. You know, and then maybe that's another game that they pull out that they they're not supposed to. Unfortunately, I think there's going to be some games they lose that they shouldn't, and I hope that's not next week against the Texans, but the Texans are kind of the Bears. They're feisty. They play good defense. They're well-coached. They're disciplined. They have a young quarterback who, honestly, to this point, has probably outplayed Justin Fields, even though he's not nearly as talented. So next week's going to be interesting, and and I think it's going to say a lot about the Bears if they can come back at – win at Soldier Field against a team they should probably beat. They're actually favored. There's not they're not going to be favored much this season. And they actually are in this game against the Texans. And then if you're two and one and you're like, hey, they're two and one. They didn't play well against oh, you the take that. Yeah. Packers. They don't really have offensive weapons. Justin Fields still trying kind of struggling to take off. But you know, they're in games. Like, yeah, it's kind of the season we thought they were going to have. I still think you would like to see some tangible progress, progress <laughs> yeah. with, with the quarterback. Isn't that the the most important underlying storyline of this year? Forget wins and losses. You want your quarterback to play better. Yeah, and that's the argument of you got to throw the ball more. And I get it. So like, it, it's a tough position to be in. Like, I'm I'm cool with them running the ball because they're good at it and they're getting yards. But at some point, you got to test Justin. Unfortunately, I still think he had a handful of plays tonight where he had an opportunity to do better than oh, he did. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Don't drop a snap. Hit Darnell Mooney at least in the radius where he can try to make a play even if the coverage is tight. Don't miss Equinemius St. Brown wide open like you said he did. And Cole Komet, catch the damn ball. <laughs> right? It's the truth. That's the yeah. truth. All right. Well, we'll be back Tuesday with more once we've uh, – you know, looked at all the film and heard what the floose has to say about it all. So, uh, anyway, was it a good was it a good Lambo trip? As nor- how was the food? Uh, it's good. Yeah, the full spreads back out. Brats are still good. Fields looks beautiful. They literally have like a title town around here now. Yeah, it's a good looking. Uh, I mean, I don't know oh, much in Green it, Bay. It's a they, nice setup around here. They've done a good job around there. Another stadium and another entertainment district like area that I'm sure the Bears are envious of. Yeah. I don't think the Bears can call theirs title town though. No. I mean technically they could. They do have titles from you know over half a century ago. But hey. <laughs> Something. Alright, follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at Adam Johns. 
Make sure you read John Z's coverage on The Athletic, theathletic.com slash Hogan Johns, where you go to subscribe. All CHGO, we got you covered too. Plenty of coverage uh, tonight. And uh, have some quick thoughts up there. Plenty of other things. And um, make sure you're checking it all out. We appreciate you watching, listening, however you consume the pod. We appreciate you. Hit that like button on YouTube. Rate and review the pod if you're listening that way. And most importantly, tell a friend. We appreciate when you do that and get other people on the pod. The merch is up at ObviousShirts.com. Johnsy, drive home safely, my friend. Thanks, man. Talk to you soon. Talk to you Tuesday. See ya. The Packers, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, Gold Bears.